You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Yoni Codes. This is one of your hosts, Melissa April, popping on to introduce our dynamic duo that we had the great pleasure and honor of interviewing on this week's episode. We are diving into saving sisterhood when it comes to collaboration in work and in business with Jane Stark and Jen Lang from the podcast No Halos here. This is an incredible show. Please go check them out after you're done this episode, of course, because they're just these incredibly heart-centered leaders teaching women to own their shit so they can navigate their lives with courage and conviction and grace. And they weave creativity and play and energetic healing to really nurture and encourage the development of the whole self. So this is so up our alley because mine and Catherine's mission is to use the feminine mysteries, use the the feminine intelligence to support women to be all of who they are in the world. So we literally got on our connection call with these ladies and we were like just sucked into a vortex where no, no time, no space exists. And the conversations that have ensued between the four of us over the three times that we spoke to them have been mind-blowing, deeply healing, so nurturing. And there's so much wisdom these women have with their combined experience that you'll want to tune into this. If you're somebody who wants to collaborate with an, with, a, with a sister, um, or if you're thinking about that might be something you want to do, or even if you're just a woman who wants to heal relationships, you know, the, the, the sisterhood relationships that she has in her life. Um, Jane, she has survived a near-death experience. She's healed from burnout. She has learned to live in complete energetic alignment, and she combines coaching and her energetic gifts to provide clients with client with um, to provide them with support and tools and accountability to stand in their personal power. And Jen Lang. She's this experienced opera singer, Reiki master. She's got a black belt in karate. She has been singing and coaching and guiding personal development spaces through sound, healing, and movement for over 15 years. This conversation is incredible. And Catherine and I just like were absorbing so much of these codes that they are sharing because we've combined forces on the Yoni codes and our um, developing programs that we're going to be rolling out over this next year. And it's been deeply healing, eye-opening, and again, just very, very nurturing and nourishing. So enjoy. Let us know how this resonates. Are you more excited to combine forces? What's going on for you? Let us know on the other side of this conversation. So I will see you on the flip side. Enjoy. Hey, Yoni Coders, welcome back um, for another episode of the Yoni Codes. Yeah, we're here today with two 
beautiful women, not just us. There's four. <laughs> oh, you're not referring to yourselves. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> two projectors, two managers, uh, here for a heartfelt, thrilling conversation. <laughs> um, so we're joined today by Jane Stark and Jen Lang. They are co-hosts of No Halos here. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to do here. this. So today we we kind of went off the beaten track and decided that we were going to talk about something kind of uh, aligned with the energies at play and bring a conversation to you about collaboration with between women and women partnerships and how we navigate being in business with each other and the messy and painful, but also incredibly rewarding and beautiful sort of dynamic at play. And um, I'm really excited to, we're both really excited to have this conversation with, um, with you two, because you're, you're in a dynamic duo. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You use that term because we literally just (laughs) typed that an hour ago when we were writing our bio. (laughs) We were like, what should we say? Dynamic duo? Well, maybe, maybe not. We are dynamic and there are two of us, so it's not inaccurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there really, you go. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. It's yeah. really... I'm super excited to see where this conversation goes because Jen and I just recorded, we record our episodes on Thursdays as well. So this morning we just recorded ours and it's on not the same topic, but a similar thread. So it's kind of cool that we're going off course here and just going to try and unpack this. Yeah. What drew you guys together? Because did you know each other before you joined forces for No Halos Here? Yes, but not for long. Yeah, sort of. Do you want to tell that story, Jen? Sure. Yeah. So Jane and I met. I actually moved back to Canada from Dubai in um, late 2018, early 19. And I moved back to um, a community where I grew up. And I was my husband and I were both kind of getting our feet we were like, do we take another overseas adventure? Are we coming back to Canada for good? You know, we were just kind of in that limbo space. So I got a job at a local crystal like tarot psychic shop called The Reading Room. And that's how I met Jane. I was hosting a full moon sound bath one day and she was in with her daughters and she's like, oh, that sounds awesome. I'd love to come. So yeah, I hosted the full moon sound bath. We started talking. We actually... Um, I guess we started with the friendship first. We went for we went for coffee. Yeah. Then at the same time, I was working with it. I was being sort of called into a different company to do a bit of corporate work, corporate aimed work around speaking and communications. And they were looking for a marketing person, and Jane had a marketing background. So we actually started out together, creating work for others. And then I think it was around the pandemic we decided we needed to really, really like, how can we show up? How can we show up in a great energy for ourselves to ride this out? And we decided, decided to meditate together at 7am every morning. And then I'm going to hand it over to you, Jane, to tell the rest of the story. So we each had this background where, like Jen said, she had sort of communications and voice work and I had marketing, but we also had started our own coaching yeah. uh, businesses as well. So we were already on our coaching journeys and we had already sort of started our spiritual awakening journeys separately. Then yeah, we, we connect. 
And so we started doing the meditations and every morning at 7 a.m. we would get up and we would get on Zoom together, cameras off, uh, and we would just do some meditating. Some some mornings, oftentimes Jen would guide it and we just, and then we just kind of would go into whatever came through. And we started having these really deep conversations about what was going on in the world, about what was happening for us in our lives. It was almost like a really fast track to a really strong friendship. Like, yeah. so yeah, we've known each other for less than, well, what is that? 2019? I don't know. Less than three years. Mm-hmm. Um, those meditations and those conversations helped us really connect really fast. And out of that, we just like, we're having these conversations and we're like, we need to do something with this. Like there are the conversations that are so rich and we were asking so many questions. So we're like, that was kind of, I'd always had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to do a podcast, but it never felt aligned to do it on my own. I never felt pulled to just start my own podcast. And so I think I said to Jen one morning, like, let's do this. Let's, let's do a podcast together and bring it to the world. And it took another I think it was about nine, 10 months. We said it was about the gestation yeah. of a child um, to actually birth the podcast. But we finally did last April, April of 2021. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. I like have full body chills hearing that. Yeah. What's really, it, it feels like there's so many parallels, like mm-hmm. with how Catherine and I kind of started the Yoni Codes. Um, but it's kind of this blossoming of this relationship in a very like spiritual container. Um, And I think that's really powerful because, you know, if you think back to ancient times where it wasn't an uncommon thing for women to be in ceremony together often, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Lead together, pray together, you know, take care of each other's kids, the conversations that probably were had, the communion together and with God and and the universe source, you know, that must've been really, really powerful. And that's not really how we meet people these days and how we start (laughs) relationships. So it's so, that's so cool. That's so cool. Cause yeah. Yeah. We kind of, we, I mean, she was my doula. So we naturally just had, (laughs) yeah. The birthing process, yeah, totally. the birthing pro- process, the that whole portal, which was really intense, and so it's just a cool parallel. Yeah, yeah, it's really like it is interesting to reflect back on and share because when we were in it, you don't really realize all the time what you have or what's forming, right? And mm-hmm. but yeah, and and like I say, reflecting on that, like wow, we know so much about each other and so much of our journeys. So much, even so much about our spouses and our family lives, you know, like a good chunk of that meditation time together was like healing with Mm -hmm. and for each other Yeah, where we would, you know, I'm an intuitive channel and I speak light language. And so sometimes the meditation would go into this whole other direction and it would be as much for both of us as it would be. But Jane would be the, I would be the conduit for the piece that we both needed. And then sometimes Jane would take it and it would, she would guide us through this beautiful process that was just like, oh, it was like, you know, when you can't, when you, you can lead, but the surrendering to send, surrendering that leadership to someone else to, to allow yourself to be carried for that moment in time or those moments in time is just such so beautiful, right? And we don't do that enough for each other. And we're also not always open to each other to, for ourselves to allow that to happen. Another piece that I'm hearing too is having 
having the witness, having, oh yeah, having mm-hmm. the witness to your surrender and how powerful that is. And that's, I mean, related directly to, to my work is, is witnessing the transformation. And so you were doing that for one another too. Yeah. And uh, it brings, it brings tears to my eyes. To yeah, think we still do, you know, it's <laughs> like, that's the beautiful yeah. part. We were both like crying on the phone the other day, and, yeah. you know, when it was just this beautiful moment of, you know, Jane surrendering to her reality to, to, you know, it's like so funny. Cause like in a heart, in a breath, like five minutes earlier, she was like, well, I don't know what I'm resisting. <laughs> it was like five minutes later. It was I, like, <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. but we get to that, right. It's, you know, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty mm-hmm. powerful to be able to be held by somebody in that way that, and, and somebody that's not your spouse, right? Like too, yeah. it's a different, a different dynamic. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, we're still like in a lot of ways early on in our friendship and our um, journey, but it's definitely kind of cool when you find somebody that you just click with in that sense. It's yeah. been, it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, you think of the bond that's formed in that kind of situation opposed to like just meeting somebody at work or, you know, happy hour or, yeah. you know, it's meeting each other where you are, like really truly where you are and being seen in that and um, being held in that space is not, I feel like it's rare. I feel like that's a rare occurrence in our modern day culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially like I reflect too sometimes on how it sort of happened, like Jen shared the stories to how it happened, but I look and we lead pretty different lives. Like Mm -hmm. I have two kids you know, kind of live the, that parent, that family life in that sense, Jen and her husband have two dogs and have traveled the world. And like, she just shared, lived overseas for five years. So like the chances of our paths crossing in a lot of ways was really not that high. So it was really interesting how it did. And even that that day, it was very spontaneous that I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I don't have anything going on tonight. A sound bath sounds really fabulous. I'm just going to go like, I remember even saying at the last minute to my husband, like, Hey, there's this thing happening tonight. Like, are you good? I'm going to go do that. And, and then all of a sudden it turned into this and here we are like two and a half years later. (laughs) I never, never would have like thought that I'd be co-hosting a podcast and now starting like a more of a formal partnership. Um, I think that's part of our magic though, too, is that we are on these very different life journeys, but we have so many similarities and we just can support each other and we get each other on just a different level. And we've also both had really massively transformative spiritual awakenings, but very different ones, mm-hmm. very, very different experiences that have led us to where we are and where we can co-create together. So I think it's, you know, I, think, I don't know what it is for the two of you, but you know, I haven't birthed a child. However, I've birthed plenty of projects and I've rebirthed myself plenty of times mm-hmm. through all these world travels. So it's when we meet and have these different spiritual experiences, but we can still find common ground and common ways to communicate about them. That's that I think that's really where the power lies in being able to, like you said, witness and see each other for the gifts that we have. And that's it. It's awesome. I'm curious how did did you come to the realization that you wanted to do more 
than the podcast with each other. Like how how did that sort of percolate within within your relationship? That's a good question. Oh, I remember. Okay, go. In one of our morning meditations. Or first, it was yeah, a massively channeled. Of course, it did. It was like this channeled. We had this like channeled vision that was. Both yeah. of us were like co-creating back and forth, and it was super powerful. We're like, well, we don't know how it's going to happen, but it's come through, and it wants to come through us. So, we took notes. We recorded some of the Zoom calls. As we, I don't think we've ever gone back and listened, but I still no, have we haven't. Them. Yeah, be interesting to go back and listen. So actually, I think even before the podcast, or around in hand in hand with the podcast, some of the bigger business collaborative pieces came through, even if they're not quite yet fully what was envisioned, you know, like names have changed and yeah, you know, that kind of thing, but it's, yeah, you're right. There was a really intense time somewhere middle of 2020 into 2021, where we were, we were doing these meditations and we were getting these crazy downloads. Um, and yeah, I kind of forgot about that. And then, but I think that's sort of almost the magic too, where we were getting these downloads. We were, like Jen said, recording the Zooms. We were taking notes, but then we also kind of were surrendering and letting go and just seeing what happened. Um, And it's kind of been organically from there. I think the Mm -hmm. one thing, the podcast was the big thing that we obviously, we started with and we we needed to get off the ground and we ended up hiring a podcasting coach just to give us that accountability and actually like hold us to the, our, like our butts to the fire to like, okay, get this thing going. And once we did that, everything else has slowly started to just come and unravel where we're like, okay, well now let's do this. And we started like, all of a sudden we're like, well, what if we tried actually doing like coaching sessions together? We both mm-hmm. have clients and we both work independently, but let's try this. And so we started, um, and actually through that, um, through that, uh, it's not, it wasn't really a job, but that organization that Jen mentioned earlier that she, she had been talking with and brought me into, that's kind of where we saw what we could do together. So we both kind of joined as advisors, um, and we became kind of like the marketing communications team. And through that, we were like, huh, like, this is pretty cool. Look at what we're doing. Like, look at how we're coaching and how we're leading there. And so then things evolved and we both made the decision. Sorry, my voice is cracking here. We both made the decision to step away from that. It didn't feel right, but we were like, oh, that totally showed up for us to show us what we could do together. Yeah. And then it kind of has just evolved from there. Did you guys have a moment of like sealing the deal together? (laughs) Was it (laughs) Was it? It's like we're like. Did you consummate this? Or did you seal it with a kiss? No. <laughs> I think there was. I think I was going to say the moment that we dedicated. I think more of our focused energy to the partnership was last August September. We hired a VA, yeah. and um, and then we each reached out to her separately on our own oh, yeah. to see if she could support <laughs> each of us in our own coaching businesses. And she messaged us both. And she's like, okay, this is ridiculous. She's like, why don't I just like, work for you both together? We literally were like, can we pay you three times over? We're going to pay you to do work for the two of us. And then we're each going to hire you independently. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she oh my finally, gosh, that's hilarious. That, yeah. so then it's, like, we, it's like you have these little like guide posts or these little yeah, like yeah. guides along the way that are like, yeah. 
Yeah. Every yeah. time we're I'll like, oh, you maybe we'll go, like, maybe we'll back away a little bit. It's like, no, you won't. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. That was so. probably the moment when we kind of had to have, I think we both were having cold feet a little bit of like, yeah. uh, you know, like we've each kind of, we do each have our own thing going and what are we doing here? And we had lots of conversations of like, do we formalize this? Like, do we register this business yeah. as a partnership? We have not done that yet. We both still run as sole proprietors and we collaborate. Um, but, you know, we really had to like feel each other out there. We really had to kind of take the time. And then finally we came to the, like the VA thing was pretty funny. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and then we just kind of said, you know what, like, what if we commit to just focusing our energy to this one thing and we keep our own things going but they're kind of, I always sort of say it's almost like, like what we're doing together is the waterfall or the funnel where it's like everything comes in through there and we have all these things we work together on and ways that people can work with us. But there is always the opportunity. We still have our own thing going because we also still have our own, like our very own unique things, right? Jen's voice work is very specific to Jen's experience and how she works with people. And my marketing and um, business strategy also has a place in terms of working with people, whether it's on their business and from a coaching perspective that way. So we still kind of have our own individual things, but we did finally kind of get to the point where we had to make a commitment, a little bit of a stronger commitment to each other. Yeah. Cause we could see that we were just kind of maybe starting to flounder a little bit in that way. So, so yeah, I'd love to dive into the wet feet. Yeah, sure. Like what, what is that about? Like what, why yeah. do you think that shows up? Yeah. yeah. And how did it show up for you? And what were the thoughts and what were the fears? I think for me, some of it was, it's interesting. What were some of the fears? So some of it, if I'm being honest, some of it was, it was bringing up my own insecurities, right? Like, oh, well, mm -hmm. you know, what if I'm not enough in this role? Or what if, you know, Jen's, we don't still have that, but we're still figuring out our roles. And I think some of our role is that I am a little bit more in the, like behind the scenes. I am and we're talking about this right now, actually, mm -hmm. in terms of very present conversation. Yeah, like, sorry, we have our own roles and I'm in the background a little bit more doing some more of the strategic stuff where Jen is looking at stepping into the community side more and being more out there in front. And I think it that took me a little while to get comfortable. Like, well, if she's in that role, then where's my place in this? Even though I inherently know that the value I'm bringing is there, but there was definitely some ego um, to get out of the way there for me. So well, that was interesting because that feels like that feels like a witch wound of not being seen and heard, right? Yeah. Of yeah. like, even though maybe a zone, your zone of genius might be a little bit more behind the scenes and you really thrive there and that your magic is there. It's still like, yeah, you know, that, that yeah. wound that we carry is so many, like mm -hmm. literally every single woman that I've ever worked with. Yeah. This is a core wound that comes up of like, yeah. well, what if I'm lost? Like, what if, yeah. What if I'm not heard, if I'm not seen and then yeah. the ego kind of takes over and spins a whole. Absolutely. Whole and then I think, you know, even if we bring the human design element in a little bit, Jen and I are both projectors and projectors need to be seen like mm -hmm. seem to be seen, right? We need to be recognized and validated. And so you've got the two of us needing that. And I think where we're getting to is we've been able to, even like Jen's been able to see and validate me in terms of like what I actually do bring 
and vice versa. So we've had to kind of be able to have those conversations to get to that place. And verbalize it. That's the really important part because it's one thing to know intellectually inside and not actually verbalize it to each other or even to yourself. But again, I think that ties into the witch wound piece where if you don't verbalize or vocalize those fears in a trusting space a container and like Jane and I had the foundation of that friendship in the first place and we had the foundation of those deep conversations and perspectives and you know I would say massive growth over that 18 month period so we trust each other enough to share those fears in a way that is constructive and not destructive yeah Jen what would you say your your wet feet or cold feet were um i think it was around okay i really wanted you to be up for this and in it mm. and i think that some of my fears and my wet feet piece would be like do you feel you're worthy enough to keep uh, to be a part of this because i i really do mm. and i felt you did and it was more around there was a little bit of Am I going to be the one carrying more of the load? But I wouldn't say that was a huge, I would say that was like a 10% thing. Mm -hmm. But it's more, as we've gone through this process over the last six months, it's been more of a, I'm carrying a public load, but you're carrying a different, you have a different foundation. You're carrying, you've got more of the foundation piece and the, like you said, the strategy piece that we're still, like even as recently as this week, a couple days ago, we're still defining what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, does she really want to do this? And is this the long term? Mm. Great. And here we are. <laughs> Six months later. Six years later, maybe. I but it's okay. You surrender to the process and be like, if it's it'll work as long as it works and then and yeah. then we move move forward in different directions, but still complimentary and still side by side. Uh, I think that's another Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think that's another interesting piece where both of us there wasn't and I don't know, I mean, again, we could analyze this, but like yeah, this feeling of, okay, well, if we commit, like it really got, I think we both could feel that apprehension when we got down to, should we legalize it? Like, should we do a yeah. come into a partnership? And we really struggled there. And that's where, and we've, and I've, this has been a pattern throughout the last 18 months of building into this, of when we put too much pressure on it, on ourselves, on what we're creating, it shuts it down. Yeah. yeah energy shuts down. And so that was partly why we didn't, we haven't formal, like we haven't done a legal partnership is because there's some energy within that, that shuts us down and we are way more yeah. creative and the collaboration flows when yeah. we take that off. And so we really are like, let's just, I mean, aside from like last, like I say, last fall when we were like, okay, let's both commit to making this a priority in our we, own lives in our own lives yeah but otherwise we're really kind of let's just keep seeing how this is going and as long as it feels good and right then let's keep going yeah. love that yeah. that's like it like you're really dancing with the feminine energy there but within the sort of that masculine structure of podcast and joint clients and but it, but still keeping that open. I think yeah, soon allowing as, for expansion, allowing for expansion. Cause as soon as, yeah, we put that lid on it and we make things, it's like, we can almost suffocate that feminine energy. Um, and that's exactly what it felt like was happening. Yeah. 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 As soon as you were like legal, legalized or not legalized, yeah. all the air gets sucked out. 
Yeah. And like we have those conversations and we have, you know, emails back and forth. So it's, it's kind of like if you're looking from the meta aspect of legalities and legal structures, those are ultimately masculine structures that are imposed on the world. So if we want to flow in our feminine energy and rebalance what has been out of balance for so long, then it is surrendering and trusting to where you are led is exactly where you need to be. And that's, that's, that, that, that's like the heart piece that you're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I can do this. And, you know, within the partnership, if we bring it down to what Jane and I create together, I, she's, she definitely helps me stay more in tune with my feminine and I help her have a better, <laughs> healthier connection with her masculine. Yeah. So there's a really beautiful synergy there. Cause like I trained in martial arts for 20 years plus years actually. And don't get me wrong. I love wearing dresses, but like I rode a motorcycle. I love, I'm like, I'm very active, but part of my projectorness is like learning when to need rest and surrendering to the rest. And so I think that aspect of our, both our projectorness and our business partnership is really complementary. In relationships, when we are a little bit different, conflict tends to be inevitable <laughs> so i'm curious like has conflict come into your into play in this dynamic um have you had to nav- navigate that or do you have sort of parameters on how how you communicate regarding things that you want changed or um yeah i'm, I'm really curious of how you guys dive into hmm. that aspect that's a great question I don't think there's ever been in like a, a even necessarily a, like an argument or what you would consider like a heated discussion about something, mm-hmm. but it's been more, you know, we'll be honest and upfront right away if something's a hard no. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, how can we work around this? I feel like we're pretty good. Yeah. At really staying in the curiosity space and yeah. out of judgment. And I think that is really, and that's Key. something I know that for me in my personal journey, I've worked really hard on. Um, and I think Jen is in the same boat. So I think that really helps us. We haven't, you know, we haven't had a big conflict. Is that just because again, we haven't, you know, it's only been a couple of years, maybe. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, again, we're really able to listen to each other and mm-hmm. respect where each other's coming from. And like Jen said, we got to know each other so quickly. Um, and so deeply through that, that journey that, you know, yeah, when something's a hard no, both of us, we don't have a problem saying it. Um, you say that that is that unique in this relationship or in your life? Are you really good at honoring those boundaries for yourself? It's a good question. It's a great um, question. You go first. I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about that one. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think it's, sort of unique but it's also because of like jen said this time that we've been in and the amount of transformation that we both just have gone through um you know in our lives and in the places that we're in so is it that i've had this this kind of thing in my relationships in my whole life probably not but i also am still feeling like i'm really stepping into who i am and that's a part of it um so just speaking for myself i don't know jen if you have thoughts on that for you 
Yeah, I could say that a huge portion of that, I've never, my mom's always said like, you're such an easygoing child, you're so easygoing, so agreeable, which that's a whole other conversation about yeah. feminine. And I used to be the same, the people pleaser, yeah, the all pleaser. of that. But um, we're not those people anymore. In the same time, I also had, you know, like there was a reason I joined martial arts because I had that, I needed an outlet for this anger and frustration that I didn't have any other outlet for. I didn't join martial arts until I was in university in my early 20s. And it was some combination of that movement and vocalizing, yelling, and also the structure and the discipline that really appealed to me and gave me a channel for those frustrations that I had throughout my childhood. And it's because, you know, girls aren't given a safe outlet for anger and a socially acceptable safe outlet for anger or frustration. If they do, they take it out on other girls, which doesn't create, you know, then we have conversations like this where how did your business partnership go? And we're like, well, there is no part, there's no conflict per se, because like Jane said, we approach it with curiosity rather than judgment. The other piece of this or another piece of this is that we've both had, um, I would say, profound spiritual experiences where um, through different resources and different, you know, different mentors that have really helped guide us. And, you know, it's so funny because the conversations we have around money are so different from the conversations that my husband and I have around money. It's because I've unplugged from the emotional piece and don't get me wrong, my husband's come a long way as well, but it's unplugging from the emotional response, like reaction piece that it doesn't even, it's not even an issue in our business partnership in the sense. Yeah. I think you actually just highlighted something too. Jen and I tend to use the resources we have and the tools we have with each other. So if yeah. we do find something where we disagree, we literally will be like, okay, let's unpack this. And sometimes we bring in like, okay, I think there's some Akashics playing out here for us or for you guys. Um, yeah. Or, you know, we, we have these emotional release tools. We have... I, I'm trained in, in Akashic Records and Jen has a soul healing training. And so we literally will take what we do with people and turn it on ourselves. And I think that's another thing that's really interesting. And, and really, I'm so grateful to have somebody that we can like, uh, you know, sometimes we'll be in a business meeting and then something will come up and we're like, Kate, let's go into meditation. Let's clear that. What's the emotion here? Okay. Yeah. Let's like collapse this contract that's here. And it it's just gone. happens in the moment. And so it actually is the way that we start to avoid, I think, not avoid, where we don't need to go into that conflict piece. That is super powerful. I also read the Akashic Records and I've, I've done small collaborations in the past and Catherine, we're just having this conversation um, about how like being in a time and in a space where the other person wasn't able to receive a conversation, um, a hard conversation, even though like my sincerest attempts to be coming from a very loving, gentle place. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it dissolved that partnership, but it also dissolved the relationship and she just never talked to me again. Anyways, it was really, it's like you go through a grieving process. Like absolutely, yeah, for sure. I've, I've been with my partner for 16 and a half years, so I don't, haven't had a heartbreak like that before, but I have been hurt by so many women. Yeah. And yep. Catherine is kind of mm -hmm. like the first 
partnership and we came from this from like a, a passion project perspective mm-hmm. and um but now kind of starting to see glimpses of like how this might evolve and and yeah I love that what you said about kind of turning your own tools on yourself and and with each other most importantly yeah. like really being able to ask each other and use like this beautiful toolkit that is available to us in these subtle realms yeah to work through stuff with each other and like yeah even being able to be like hey like i'm feeling like this is there any way you could help me shift yeah. this or explore yeah. this and- asking for the help too is really key so yeah. it's mm-hmm. like oh i'm struggling do you have you know we've done that for each other multiple times where it doesn't matter where something's unfolding with family um, like soon to the point where Jane asked me about something from last year. She's like, how's your hip? I'm like, oh, like I had completely <laughs> forgotten about it. And it was almost a year ago that she'd helped me through this massive emotional release around my hip. And it was like something like, again, sort of Akashic, um, genetic, genetically inherited piece that had just like re- parked itself in my hip. And so, yeah, using those tools is fabulous. We've also both... You know, we've read spiritual texts. So, you know, Jane spent a lot of time with conversations with God. I'm working my way through Course in Miracles again. And it's just, again, those tools give you a perspective to approach the world with so much more love in your whole being, not even just in your heart, so that any potential conflict doesn't even doesn't even come in because it's just not, you don't have, you're so full of love, there's no space for it. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. It's so inspiring and also to show up in that way, but also to kind of learn from you guys to also surround yourself with people that get you in this way. Don't allow totally, you know, like if if it's not working, it's not working. And that doesn't necessarily reflect on you as a person. It just might not be the right energetic match as well. Like Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and it's interesting thinking about I loved what you said about like you're unable you're you're able to unplug from like the wounded energy so the finances yeah. or these things mm-hmm. that can be really kind of a triggering conversation between anybody but it's like you, when you look at partnerships between men business partnerships and whatnot it's like there's there is an advantage in a sense where they're not c- connected as emotionally as we are as Mm -hmm. women and dialed into again that the subtle realms of energies and sometimes it's like yeah that that could be an advantage I talked to my husband about it too he's um surrounded by (laughs) men in technology and (laughs) and sometimes I'm like sharing things and it's just like that it does does just doesn't understand like well why don't you just do this and I'm like because that is heartless. Like, <laughs> totally. It's like, but, and then, because uh, we've talked about this, and he's like, well, you are a businesswoman, aren't you? Like, <laughs> you know, like, remind, kind of reminding that yeah. we, we do need to also hold some boundaries when it comes to yeah. the things. Well, yeah. Yeah. Allowing that the, the masculine, like the healthy masculine yes. To, yes. to come in and yeah. um, support 
the feminine flow. Um, and I think that that can be really hard to do. That can be really hard yeah, to do. Super hard. Um, yeah. And it's like both people have to be on board, right? Both people have to be on board for their own healing, to approach yeah. things with curiosity and not judgment, yeah. and to really hold space for each other, even if it's not something that they fully understand or agree with. Mm-hmm. And you've just to, to surrender to that not understanding as well. Mm-hmm. Be like, trust, yeah. it's that trust piece. Like, trust has been a big word for me, Jane. Oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. That trust piece is really big and surrendering to that. Although it's like just reflecting as we're having this conversation, it's amazing how far we've come. Like, yeah. in that, where I have no, like, I'm just like, wow, yeah, this, it just feels so natural now. Like, all of those jitters maybe that were there in the beginning have and and again but that trusting because we don't know where this is going to go um and being open but like you say having that masculine energy is really important and you do need that we do need that structure and that foundation and it's kind of something that jen and i have to work on and remind ourselves yeah (laughs) really often because we can totally get stuck in the feminine and just the spinning and like you know, like, yeah. oh, this feels really good, but this we're not good. <laughs> yeah. la, la, la. moving forward. <laughs> I would Let's have a meditation on it. Okay. Gosh, <laughs> my feet. Yeah. If I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Really have to... hard to have some structure. Yeah. Um, we have to remind ourselves heart-centered does not mean without boundaries. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Future podcast episode. Heart center yeah. does not mean without yeah, boundaries. Potential yoni code. Hey, that's, the, that's what I was going to say. Like, be... That may be the yoni code that's coming out um, from this conversation. Oh, wow. yeah, definitely. How do you guys, can I ask, how does that yeah. play out for you guys, like this masculine, feminine, and as you're kind of entering this journey, do you find that sounds like is your challenge too? Well, we work pretty well together. Like we were just talking today again, both Manny Jens, sick girl. Are yeah. you five, three? I'm, I'm one, three, one, three. Okay. So yeah. we got very similar profiles and, um, we're both, we like to do a lot of things. We have a lot of mm-hmm. ideas. Um, you know, we want to, we're also procrastinators and we put things <laughs> off to the last minute. So that's something where <laughs> I have, and also Catherine just had a baby, right? Yeah. Five, mm-hmm. month, five, months, five months ago. ago. And yeah. I've got my 15 month old twins. And so things are just a little yeah. chaotic. And so I feel like we've just been kind of flying by the seat of our pants well, a little bit, but. And I think we've been wounded in the past. So we're actually approaching this with a lot of intention and love because mm-hmm. we don't want to fuck up what we know we have. Yeah. So that's also why we're like seeking out, like, how are you guys doing this so that we can also put these into place with our relationships so we can continue being um, together and expanding even more because we do feel like there is something here. Um, So we're more in the the stage of like uh, developing and and creating something that Mm -hmm. doesn't break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still like kind of navigating, like we have, I mean, we sat for so many hours together. Yeah. In the postpartum know. time with yeah. Melissa. Mm-hmm. And, and before the babies came and, and then yeah. after, and so, so many hours and hours and hours of conversation in these really sensitive portals and times. And yeah. Um, yeah. it was kind of like, you find something where you're like, we can't just keep, this isn't this can't just be for us. Like, yeah, yeah. 
That's exactly what like, Jane and I felt. Like it's, yeah. it's not just for us. We need to yeah. share these with a wider world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like start bringing these private conversations that probably so many of us have out into the open to include more of us, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because we're having the wrong conversations. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like we developed this beautiful relationship and friendship. And then I remember when Catherine was going off on her maternity leave and was ending about 10 months postpartum and really kind of being like, is this the end of our friendship? Like, was that all just a transactional relationship? (laughs) (laughs) All these weird things. And then we agreed, yes, we'll be friends. And then we we would just like continue talking on the phone. And that was when I was like, I, she knew I wanted to do a podcast. And I was like, would you maybe, could you, I I know we're going to have a baby, but would maybe, do you want to be my podcast partner yeah this buddy (laughs) yeah well and it had been something we'd joke about too sometimes even when we were together Mm -hmm. we'd be like we'd be like we should have recorded this conversation but it would yeah and Mm -hmm. it was oh it was a whole body yes I'm like figure out the details after yep manage like sure I'm having a baby that's no big deal but I think we'll we'll figure out the details I think we had we had a lot of conversation around Mm -hmm. like what might that look like? And yeah, you know, I think, I feel like we had lots of conversation around that. And like, yeah. and I think one thing that is really important for us with our designs, but I think this should be relevant for everybody is like really honoring each other's expression. Mm-hmm. And so yes. <clears throat> knowing that when Catherine comes to me and is like, I really want to do this topic or I really want to interview this person and I want to do it by myself, or I want to like that we can honor Mm -hmm. the creative process yeah, because it's not always going to be the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely have had ego stuff (laughs) come up around that of like, I remember you were moving that time and I felt like weird being like, can I interview Justine and you can take a break and yeah. And was like so scared that this was gonna be like a weird thing. And I was like, <laughs> like thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't it funny though? How we yeah, or just I having think... these conversations like, do you think maybe we should? Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, and it's like, why can't we just say the thing so we can both be who we are yeah. and bring all of who mm-hmm. we are? Because that's the gift totally. that we're bringing to the world. Totally. You're welcome. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what what we've found is that the more we step into who we are as individuals the more we like each other, (laughs) (laughs) which is such a, it's such a re I'm like in a tear. This is the way I express is through tears, but it's been really healing to be able to be more of who I am with someone other than my husband, you know, like to, to be able to show up fully as I am be seen and loved and more witnessed <laughs> and witnessed, Bitch, yes. yeah, witnessed. Yeah, that's so powerful and so true I feel so that true. way too yeah like, and I love this question Jen that you just put why do we hesitate to share our gifts mm. both with each other and with the world like why yeah why 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 do we do that I think it's uh I think part of it a part that came out for me definitely with your child it was like good girls don't show off and the that whole showing off piece um where boys are encouraged to share their talents and share their gifts and girls are less like i'm not i'm just i'm not saying this is true across the board by any stretch of the imagination i have some really amazing friends whose parents encourage them in everything um but the 
the showing off piece was, you know, if you hear that when you're seven, eight or nine years old, then that's going to leave a subconscious impression. And they're like, well, maybe my gifts are just for me and not to share. And maybe I might don't even see them as gifts. Maybe it's just the way I am. And from, I also think because of my musical background, I was musical from a very early age, really like I would just pick out tunes on the piano of stuff I'd heard. And it became this weird paradox of don't show off, but when guests are here, why don't you play the piano for us? Mm. And so it's confusing messaging. And then I would resist it because yes, I, as a, now I know I'm a projector. Yes, I know I'm being invited, but it, it's the energy of how I'm invited that what didn't always sit right. It's like the same as being a singer and being like, oh, you're an opera singer, sing us happy birthday or what, pop out a song for us. And it's like so disrespectful to the study and the art and the way that I'm not going to, I'm just going to open my mouth at a party and start singing opera just because I'm, I'm not a party favor. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, and that's, I can't tell you how many parties or gatherings when, you know, people have had a few drinks and they're like, Oh, Jen, sing us something. I'm like, no, it's not the time. It's not the venue. If I share my voice to you for you, it's a gift and it's, when I want to share it. And I thank you for the invitation, but now is not the right time. If you want to hear me sing, I'm singing in two weeks time, <laughs> which is true, <laughs> but yeah. that's totally different. Yeah. It's like, do this to, to entertain me, do this to please yeah. me, but only mm-hmm. do it when I tell you to do it. And I think a yeah. lot of little girls grow up with that vibe, like holding that vibration in them yeah but and the don't show off i feel like i totally had that oh shut me down or the too much right like and i don't know i i think i did pick up the too much conditioning i don't know from where specifically i wouldn't necessarily say it's from my family um but somewhere in the world i picked up the like don't be too much and so i used to pride myself on i'm kind of like a chameleon i can fit into whatever group and you know like and yeah like and yes. so, yeah yeah <laughs> totally until not that long ago and now and like it's still this like shedding of those layers to really feel like i can just be who i am and own my gifts yeah so I, don't know. I don't know about you but that that chameleon thing is really really toxic and it's oh, insidious so toxic. and it's hard to pinpoint yeah. and because you're like oh i'm just like really versatile and like and going i can yeah. fit in anywhere yeah, yeah. but yeah. you and but really what it is is you're suppressing Hiding. who you really are yeah and molding to whatever you're kind of given yeah yeah no i just think that that's a really dangerous place to be in as a human being because then you're never really sure who you are and i think then you walk into a partnership Whereas like, I think of my husband, he's so sure of himself and he's always Mm. just been sure of himself. And he, I don't think he's ever thought that he was a show off or too much or anything. He was just who he was. And so he's always just like knowing what he's wanted, went after it, got it. And it has, you know, pretty, it's a pretty standard experience, not for everybody, but for a lot of men that is, but for women so many times, even when you're so gifted and you're in your life path on your life path, being being in a position where you're doubting yourself and you're questioning Mm -hmm. your gifts and you're wondering if you really belong where you do and if you're really any good at it anyway. And, Mm -hmm. oh, and it's just like, when you see it from the outside, which is wonderful in a partnership, Mm -hmm. 
you can reflect the, the, yeah. beauty in a gifts. healthy partnership, in a healthy partnership. But when it's not healthy, <laughs> people want to squash yeah. it. It's like yeah. tall, we're poppy, tall poppy syndrome. <clears throat> Don't outshine me. Yeah. You want a partner to celebrate you and lift you up. And, and my, I'm so grateful because my husband does that. And I do that for him. And interestingly, my husband's upbringing, he like, he's a Manny Jenny too. And he's full of life and he's very, very big, beautiful personality. And so sometimes he fears that he's too much for some people and for some people he is, but for, but it, it's not, it's not their, it's not his problem. Yeah. It's their problem. And in terms of like how they respond, but getting back to your point about the, the belonging and the chameleon piece, there's sort of the converse of that is I think some of that fear where that started is early on in humanity's history or development, where if you were kicked out of the tribe, you were left for exposure and to die. So unless you conform or unless you have identifiable traits and characteristics that help you belong, then that's definitely a very primal, that urge to belong at whatever cost is a very primal driver. So if you want to be a chameleon, you can be, but you're also, I think, still feeding that, you're still trying to activate that primal urge of, well, where do I belong? Where do I belong? Mm -hmm. I have to belong somewhere. But what if, what if you just belong with you? What if you belong with you? But also when you're doing that, you're not connecting to the thing that you can really bring the tribe. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty big. Huge. Oh, Oh, well. Who belongs with all of us? I don't know. <laughs> if you feel if you feel called, <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> as long as you show up as who you, you really are. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and speak out partnerships and people that can hold that, can yeah. hold the space for you to be who you are or find bring out those maybe hidden pieces and let them shine. And I think, you know, as women being able to really ask for what you need and ask to be heard and ask to be seen in the way that you want to be. um, And then to be able to receive that. Like that was, that was Jen and I's Mm -hmm. big thing this week, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable sharing the story of it, but I've, I've taken on more than I can handle. (laughs) Um, between home life and work. And, and then I also got quite sick after Christmas. I was um, really sick for about three weeks. So Jen has really been carrying the load, which is interesting that you mentioned, Jen, that that was one of your cold feet things that you were worried about that Um, because she really has. And I have, and I've, so in like the 3d world, I've been letting her, like she's writing our newsletters. She's doing a lot of, a lot of, the, the lifting. Um, I but feel so I, seen. Thank you. <laughs> but energetically, I was not willing to receive that. I felt guilty. I was trying to push it away. Like yeah. I just, and then that was where she was referring to earlier. Like the other day, I literally like just was sort of speaking some stuff out loud as I was processing some stuff. And I think she had actually pulled a card for me and the card yeah. um, instigated the conversation. And I, it was about not receiving help. And I was like, where am I not receiving the help? Like I literally said this to her and cause in my head, I'm thinking like Jen's helping, I'm letting her help. I'm not trying to take on writing this or doing that or whatever. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it just hit me and I'm like, 
I have so much guilt for how much work you've been doing. Mm -hmm. And, and we've talked about it and she's like, you know, she's like, no, it's okay. Like I've got it. I'm here. Like I, this is part of a partnership. Like when one of us is down or dealing with someone, the other one steps up and, you know, and I don't know how many times you said to me, like, Jane, there's going to be times when you're going to yeah. be the one in this and I'm going to be working through whatever, you know, her own thing is. So it was quite the like massive release right at the full moon, um, of just realizing that like, and again, that's that wounded part again, right? That's a, that's another witch wound of like not allowing myself to receive the help and thinking that I needed to be able to do it all on my own. So, yeah. And that's another beautiful part of the partnership. Mm -hmm. Like five Yoni codes. I know. Covered. I'm like trying to assimilate it all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was pretty powerful. Let me tell you that moment yeah. was like, yes. Oh, like, well, and it's like, it. I think we think of partnerships even with our, in our loverships and yeah. in our friendships and in business partnerships that things need to be 50, 50 and yes. for tat, mm -hmm. I spend a dollar, you spend a dollar. I do this. You do the equivalent of that. And it's like, what if that's not true like what if we actually honored that we're different people with different energy different blueprints and soul codes and yoni codes and working through different yeah. things moving through different experiences and integrating different things and so at different times it might look more like 60 40 yeah but that does it might not feel like 60 40 like i mean we have the same energy types you guys have similar types right and yeah. so I don't know that it is kind of interesting, but like yeah. if I was working with a projector, I might be taking on more of that energy. And I was hearing that from, I think it was the wild femme. Yeah. them talking about it. One's a projector, one's a generator, mm. another duo. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah. And they're just realized, I think it was a podcast they were on a few years ago, but realizing like, actually it's okay if I take on more, I don't have to feel spiteful or angry that I'm taking yeah. on more because I actually have energy and I enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. But just yeah. the sheer fact that you're not doing as much is making me mad. Why? Because we're not letting ourselves be fully who we are mm -hmm. in the partnership mm -hmm. and we're not honoring <laughs> each other's energies and communicating and holding space for each other and being honest and trusting that we can be honest and be who we are without the relationship falling to par uh, apart. Yeah. Well, and I think something that kind of trips us up as women in partnership is that it's not as clearly defined. Like we don't like it in a yeah. lot of ways, we're not like, Oh, well, we not to be like, well, yeah, like the men holding that masculine container energy, like it's a lot easier for our logical minds to be like, Oh, that makes sense. Um, that yeah. he's doing this and I'm more in this realm in terms of our like household dynamic or something. And then when, but when we bring two women together, it's like, well, who's holding what pieces? Like how, who's like, you know, like how do we navigate this? Um, and it's showing up as who you are and then sorting the gifts out on the table and figuring it out, not not being nitpicky and and yeah i love that totally yeah. i mean yeah. jen we were just talking about that this week where we had an interesting realization that the few times so i was like i say i was quite sick in the beginning of january and so like where like literally i had to cancel meetings and jen would take them and then just the other day 
um, I had a family, just something with one of my, my kids that I was like, I can't, like, I had to cancel a bunch of our meetings again. And so there was a couple of them where she's like, I'll take them. Um, and in both those instances, she signed new clients for us. Yeah. And we were like, huh, like, it's so interesting. So what is that dynamic? And what is the being and the allowing happening, right? Versus the yeah. doing versus the, okay, well, you know, we'll do this and check this box and da, 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 da she's like, when we sort of unpacked it, it was like, well, she's allowed, she's showing up in her leadership and her role and being, and and there's this allowing of giving me the space to be where I need to be. And it's like this energy just opens up and calls it in. Yeah. It was, it's been, it's pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> and if I want to go into the ego part, which I'm, I have like, like I say, we've kind of healed that part, but the little tiny bit of my ego wants to be like, oh, okay, like she's signing clients and I'm like MIA, like, what does that mean about me? But that's so like bullshit. So, you know, recognizing that that's and where also, it was. I was going to say also knowing, knowing our projectorness and that when we're resting, we're still working. Mm-hmm. And that we, and that's been, like, I still have to remind myself of that. Like literally we, our podcast conversation was about how each of us have overscheduled each ourselves over the past couple of weeks. We're wannabe Manny Gens these days. We're wannabe Manny Gens, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I've already let go of the quote unquote guilt of quote, not doing enough like that. Fine. But it's still a, a little habit that sneaks in. And I would say one thing that is part of our partnership is because you're a three, five projector. And I'm a yep. four, six and a three is experiential, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Like my so, whole job yeah. in life is to experience life and then share. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then Are you the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I surrender to Jane having that need <laughs> to experience because sometimes yeah. I'm just like, no, we have to do it this way. And Jane's like, well, I don't know. I'm not, like, not really sure. I'm just like, oh, she needs to experience it. I'm like, so we're just going to experience it. And <laughs> then, then like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah. Or that did work. Or it did, yeah. Or like, oh, that's where the learning was and the nugget was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she that's has figured so that out. Powerful. And mm. so it just, it feels so good to hear you guys talk about that because... It would be such a different place if we just like let each other shine and like mm -hmm. can celebrate that and and let that happen. I certainly feel like that's some wounding for me to for me is like is seeing somebody else succeed. Like you know the jealousy or mm -hmm. the yeah the envy the, the, the envy the FOMO the yeah. why aren't I good enough? You know oh yeah um, mm -hmm. stuff that we oh that still stuff still comes up. <laughs> Right, yes, but definitely. it's not as like pokey or powerful as it used to be in the past. Now exactly. it's like, oh, I see you. Oh, hey, you're, I see your back. All right, well, you know, just just park your butt over there, okay? Yeah, I feel like I've been like kind of more resting into this. Yeah, like, oh, ah, and what a relief! I don't need to deal with this. Mm -hmm. What a relief! I can like actually yeah. trust mm -hmm. Catherine, or I can trust whatever it is that I'm doing, or that's really none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. what a relief. I don't need to like give into that energy anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, thinking about this dynamic of collaboration and women working together, it's like I feel like we went the age of social media and entrepreneurship and women realizing that they can follow their cycles by working for themselves mm -hmm. fell into the lone wolf 
and the yeah. doing everything yourself and <laughs> the weight and I can be the one front and center to be seen and heard and experienced by the world and share my gifts. And then I feel like we're now entering into this other yes. realm of coming back together and realizing the joy and the beauty in collaborating and finding your village, your tribe, connecting with each other and bringing your gifts in the world in this, in this different way. And it feels a little, it feels a, not just a little scary, but a lot scary to be vulnerable. Yeah, and mm-hmm. absolutely. Especially when you have been hurt in the past. And I definitely have navigated some of that pain more recently. And it's really, really hard to be energetically sovereign and recognize what doesn't belong to me and what does. And yeah, so it's been, this conversation has actually been really healing for me. So Mm. I just had a total. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And even same here, just what you were sharing too. I mean, softening in and I feel like what you were just saying that allowing us to support each other as women. Mm. And I think that's what Jen, you're all emotional, but that's what Jen's showing me too. Like, you know, because well, yeah. I, I did wear that, like I wore that superhuman badge of honor. Like mm-hmm. I, the, the lone wolf, that was my story. That was me. And that's a pattern that's just been showing up again for me in the last couple months. And I'm kind of at the like tower moment of it that like, I can't, and I know that. And so to have a business partner, have a friend who literally is like, Hey, like I got you. Yeah, that there's seasons that yeah, absolutely and that there's seasons where where we need to show up for one another and letting that be okay <laughs> and having the yeah. the the longer vision of oh wait Jen's gonna catch me or I'm gonna catch Jen yeah. maybe next year. You know, like you like knowing that this that this moment isn't going to be forever. So it's really beautiful to see it in motion. And I find it really inspiring that that you guys have been able to develop Mm -hmm. this partnership and it's such a, a good model. And it's what Melissa and I are striving to cultivate between us. So. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Really we need more of it like, in the world, right? Like there's we need like a more... business. Yeah. I was going to say like, maybe there's a business partnership mastermind in the future for, mm. you know, about the mm. beautiful communication between business like partners. Women supporting women in, yeah. in another way, right? Like there's just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so needed. Well, and, it, and it really is an honor, like to be the person that somebody can trust yeah. to carry the torch while you go inward and deal with your stuff and try mm-hmm. to know that somebody like what an honor it is to hold that for somebody and then to trust that that will be reciprocated when yeah you're going yeah. through a season whatever that season may be yeah and so I don't know I feel like we got to distill this into a yoni code <laughs> Or what five. is it, you guys? I'm or five? Crazy. No, there's so many. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Jen's usually the one. She comes out with these. Well, there's that heart yeah, one. Let's, let's put it on our guests. Let's put it on our guests. Yeah. Well, <laughs> What's the primordial feminine intelligence that's wanting to come through? Heart well, center doesn't mean no boundaries. That yeah, was there's that one. That was a good one. And also... Um, 
not only getting good at surrendering, but getting good at like receiving Mm -hmm. the witnessing in that surrender. Mm -hmm. What if it's like surrendering to your magic and your gifts? It's not striving for them. It's surrendering to them. Surrendering to them. I like that. And it when you're, you come out with it. if you if you think about it, because when you surrender <laughs> to your gifts and to your magic, and you know that, yeah. and you know that you can bring that out, you can let it shine. Yeah. Are you going to be threatened? You when don't else? Flow. No, you're going to be like, yes, yes, please, yeah. thank you, thank you for sharing your gifts. Like if you're that connected to yourself and your magic, mm. that's the microcosm of this conversation. Because you literally just said that seeing our business partnership and the level of trust and surrender that we have in our business partnership inspires you. So let this conversation inspire all of the listeners to know that surrender leads to a deeper level of trust and an even grander, most amazing level of sovereignty that is not threatened by the other. Mic drop. Mic drop. There it is. <laughs> Snaps all around. <laughs> oh. Yes. I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, this cannot be our last conversation. No, it um, won't be. We... <laughs> oh, so gorgeous. Thank you for the unexpected and for going with the flow of the for Manny Jen. Wait. Our manic, our manic genius. <laughs> It's okay. This is how I operate too. This is where Jen's always like, can we have some more structure? I'm like, no, let's just flow. Let's experience this. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I had a month to send them this email. email. I chose to do it this morning. Like, let's just be honest. Because I knew that you guys could feel the vibe. We've been sending you vibes all month. Mm -hmm. It's just going to drop in and it did. Yeah. I love it. I prefer to work that way, but it doesn't work for everyone. There has to be a balance. And I'm learning that. Uh, yeah. Jen is helping me learn that too. Like, <laughs> let's get some systems. Our our VA. Oh, our poor our VA. She's a nanny Jenny. It was, she is. And it was one of the meetings that I couldn't make the, the other day. And so her and Jen had a chance to catch up and have an honest conversation about a few things. And like, she was like, yeah, you do better with the systems than Jane does. <laughs> she said this to me. To, like, it was so awesome. And I own it. Like, yeah. yeah. Jen really does like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So your flow, I totally get it. I'm like, yeah, let's just show up and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. All good. All right, All ladies, good. let's wrap it up. Let's so good. Up. Thank you so much. We will talk to you guys so soon and we will see or hear, or just, I guess, be with all you lit listeners <laughs> of the codes next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together. <laughs> <laughs>